0: Hi, I'm Ron Coleman, a partner in the Dillon Law Group, social media legend, and free speech enthusiast. When I started the Coleman Nation podcast in the spring of 2021, its focus was on free expression and censorship on the internet. But as important as that subject is to me, which is very important, I felt hemmed in in the podcast. I wanted to spend more time talking to the interesting people I've met in my legal and free speech work without feeling a need to have them all make the same point. So I culminated the first series of the podcast and have started the second series. I hope you'll enjoy these conversations as much as I have recording them. Hey, culminators. Um, someone who is virtually, as I was just saying before we started recording, virtually never seen on podcasts, really a, a, a shrinking violet, a demure, quiet, private person who just so happens to be one of the most popular people I ever knew. There she is. There's Josie, the redheaded libertarian. One day you wake up and she's with Tim Poole. I, I just can't keep track, but I'll tell you something. We've been together for a hell of a long time. Josie, come on. Come on in. How you doing?
1: Good. How are you? Can you see and hear me okay?
0: We can see and hear you, and it is always a pleasure. Really, you and I have been together for a very long time.
1: Since so since the beginning, I'd say probably since 2018.
0: That's the beginning? It's
1: been a while. That's, That's the, the beginning, beginning really? Yeah. That
0: is, that really is painful. I, I've been on Twitter <laughs> since 2009.
1: I paid that set up since 2009, but uh, I I haven't been using it until 2018.
0: Seriously, you just you just popped onto Twitter in 2018?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, technically, it was December 9th, 2017, but I didn't really do too much until 2018.
0: Listen, we'll have an opportunity to talk about your absurd libertarian views on things. <laughs> What's going on? What were, you, what, were you, what were you doing? What was your life situation when you decided to give yourself over to Malach and join Twitter at the end of 2017? You didn't think that you'd become a superstar, obviously. Oh
1: God, no, no, I had no, I had no intention. I, I thought I might get like you know, five hundred like-minded people to to talk with. Right, like I, with, I yeah, didn't plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just i i uh I wasn't feeling heard or seen, and i I didn't really fit in anywhere with the politics. So I was like, one of my friends was like, "Hey, you know, you should try to jump on Twitter." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know if Twitter's really my scene." You know, well, like what, I, what, I don't what know, was I your just...
0: scene? You were a librarian. You were a chemist. I, I, don't know, I don't know a thing about you. Just know about your internet persona, which is plenty. Sure. Which is plenty. I'm not saying otherwise.
1: Mm-hmm. I was a uh, neuromuscular therapist. So it's somewhere in between a massage therapist and a physical therapist.
0: And, and is there a certification for that? I assume that that's something you, yeah. you couldn't get. either one, yeah. of you, So you said, no, I'm kind of one of you.
1: No, no, no. I'm a licensed massage therapist as well. Or I was at the time. Um, I'm not licensed in uh, Florida though, where I live Ah, now. Okay.
0: No unlicensed massage therapy. Keep an eye on you. When, no, did you move to Fr- when did you move to Florida?
1: I moved to Florida in March. So I've been here almost a year. Like
0: a lot of people.
1: Mm-hmm probably for the same reasons. So
0: what, do you have any idea what made you take off on, on Twitter? And even when, I mean, heck, by 2018, even I had some followers. So you must have, <laughs> and, and I mean, what what made, what, like, what made me follow you? I mean, all right, you're cute. That's fine. But I mean, there's a lot of that out there, right? Mm-hmm. How did we, did we get involved in a conversation? I'm not asking you to remember when, you know, how, how we met, how we first met, but I'm gonna stop, like you just, How'd you take off? You, was there someone who kind of promoted you and the rest was history?
1: No, I mean, I would get retweets occasionally from bigger accounts like Ben Shapiro or Tim before um, before I was friends with Tim even. Um, but I don't know, like it just, it just kind of happened. It surprised me, it yeah. caught me completely off guard. And then I even, I lost my page for a year too, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I had a year delay <laughs> in growing too um and it's so just, I, I don't know how it happened and
0: do you and and well you, you're working with tim now real yes
1: job. i do i do outside media for tim real job yep real job
0: so you don't have to even really work anymore you're just doing social media which is you know he, not, yeah. it's really all
1: social media podcast um they're getting me to go on some news outlet um so, yeah, lots of hopefully lots of big things happening in the That's future.
0: Story. Lots of, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, lots of fun. I look, so what did I notice that you're, I noticed that you were fun. You didn't take mm-hmm. yourself too seriously, that you definitely had a set of principles that you stuck to. They're always very important to you. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, and oh, and you're funny. Yes, you're funny. It's good to be Oh, funny.
1: thank you. <laughs> It's right. hard to be funny, and it's hard to be a woman and be funny, <laughs> because you always have to. Whether, it, it, what I've learned as being a woman, I don't take any of it personally or anything. But, um being a woman on Twitter, you have to constantly prove that you're smart and that you're not just pretty or that you're not a dit If you're funny, you can't be a dit You have to actually. be oh, even guys, funny.
0: pretty boys like me <laughs> have the same problem. It, yeah, it, it goes across. Just that you know, most guys don't have the kind of sex appeal of Ron Coleman, mm-hmm. but. I have to prove myself every day. Every day, mm-hmm. um, you felt you said you felt alone politically. In other words, you were living with normal people, and you yeah. had all these libertarian ideas. Mm-hmm. So, so of course, you hadn't really known to talk to.
1: Exactly, I and I was living in Massachusetts at the time. Um, yeah, so that's I was not surrounded a place to find by...
0: libertarians. No, no,
1: <laughs> I was surrounded by people who were certainly not like-minded. Um, very authoritarian. Um, I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that was happening. I was starting to see happen in the schools. And I'm I'm a mother. I'm raising children. I'm starting to see stuff happen in the schools that I don't agree with. I'm starting to see uh, Trump derangement syndrome was a big one um, that was everywhere. Uh, Transing kids was a big thing that was happening in the area. Um, A lot of CRT in the schools.
0: Even five years ago, I'm picking that up.
1: Even five years ago, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that stuff's been starting up since probably 2012, 2013, but it really took hold early in Massachusetts.
0: That is exactly what I'm learning due to mm-hmm. someone who lives in my house who's working on something that I can't tell you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Massachusetts, it appears, you know, Massachusetts is a really old state, and they invented all kinds of things that, We take for granted in america um and they're super influential in terms of that document behind you and the constitutional i mean it was written by a virginian fine but i mean Mm -hmm. the founding fathers lots of massachusetts stuff going on yeah but what a bunch of jerks they've really uh, come turned what happened with the whole new england
1: it's like the birth of the revolution was in massachusetts you know but it's also like that's where our country went to die You know, it all just came full circle. It all started in Massachusetts and died in Massachusetts. Um, I had heard a similar reference uh, with Berkeley and free speech. Free speech was born at Berkeley and then it died at Berkeley. So I don't know. I mean, it's something, it's sad. And it really was hard to leave Massachusetts. It's almost like giving up on my state when I left. And that was really difficult for me. It is. No, no, no. I wanted to save it.
0: It's not to your credit that you left. It's not to your credit. But it is, on the other hand, because at a certain point, I mean, I, I we just today, which is, of course, when people are listening to this, it won't be today anymore. Oh, sure. It'll be today for them. <laughs> but it won't be this today. But to the today that I'm talking about, which is um, when we're recording this on January 30th, we we just um, dropped an interview with, with this fellow who was explaining how Jim Mills, no, Mr. Supply Chain, he's like, he's Mr. Supply Chain. I'm sorry, you're not thinking about the supply chain all the day, but it's thinking about you. And he's sta- he explaining why he stayed in Chicago, uh, even though it is li- just like, you know, like, like Massachusetts and like New Jersey, where I live, the ground is burning, b- burning below you. But, he, you know, he says, it's my home. What can I do? But you, you have your whole life ahead of you. You're 27, 28. Why, why not enjoy the prime years in, Flor- in a place like Florida, where it's freedom, the whole thing? i, I
1: appreciate i appreciate you wrongly guessing my age so <laughs> so incredibly i'm just gonna let you i'm just gonna stick with that age yeah, for now <laughs> no, no, what, what I mean?
0: okay listen oh uh, yes maybe i know maybe you're 31 32 and I, I was flattering you a little bit there <laughs> so why the weirdness were you always like did you have a convert a, a conversion to becoming a libertarian free marketer or whatever I, you do call yourself a libertarian in fact you're the yes. red-headed libertarian so that has to you got to live with that small
1: l mm-hmm. small yeah. l well no I, i'm not suggesting people, get so, people get so mad because it's um i don't have the big l with the capital letters you know like the red-headed libertarian title should all be capitalized but i keep the l small on purpose and it drives grammar nazis insane but i do it because i'm a small l libertarian you no. know, oh, no,
0: we know. <laughs>
1: so, um well 911 happened and I was
0: Oh, so you until 911 you're just a regular American.
1: Yeah, I was just a normal American. Yep, and then 911 happened and I actually went really conservative after 911 happened. And I guess, you know, I was in high school at the time when that happened. So, uh, before that I was probably a little more left-leaning and, you know, like uh outcasty and, you know, edgy and that sort of like skater type person (laughs) but then that 11 happened and actually went pretty hard conservative because like the rest of America you wanted to see justice happen for whatever happened and then at the same time you know I'm a teenager so I'm trying to navigate what just happened you know and trying to make sense of it and trying to make it right the best that I knew how to do Um, you know so that happened and then the next few years go by and we're at war and this is starting to not feel good to me like this, this doesn't feel right, and like I don't feel like there's any nine eleven justice happening. And I really was politically homeless through the first Obama term, and it, I found Ron Paul in twenty twelve. And when I found Ron Paul, I'm like, oh, well, this is where I've belonged the whole time. I just, I just couldn't really place myself before then. Um, so I found Ron Paul then, and I've kind of just been passively, you know, libertarian. I didn't like get real big involved in the movement or anything like that. I just found my home. Um, and then it, it got, the country kept dividing and dividing and dividing, you know, that's, that's, um, when the NDAA of 2012 came out and they were, they were uh, repealed and replaced the Smith-Mundt Act. And then there was propaganda all in the news and everywhere and everyone's getting divisive. And so I came to Twitter in 20, 2017, 2018, and, uh, you know, just to, to have people to talk to, um, to bounce my thoughts off. And I, I guess I cornered a market with other people who also felt unheard um, and wanted to bounce their thoughts off people. So I don't know how it took off. Um, I'm glad it did. It, it, it's life-changing. Um, and honestly, I, I did. I was suspended for no reason, lost my page for almost a year and a half And um, right after Joe Biden got into office and uh that yes, was um, hard you know yeah
0: it's a, I, I mean i remember when you came mm-hmm. i remember when you came back yep and thinking it just the arbitrariness of it you know but uh, we talk about we talk about that too much on this podcast i mean it was like mm-hmm. the entire first 50 episodes were mm-hmm.
1: yeah you
0: know how so as a libertarian let me set this one up for you then <laughs> Let's do it. As a libertarian, I guess you're pretty comfortable with big corporations deciding who can and can't be heard on a private platform, huh? It's pretty good for you. like yep. You kind of like that, huh?
1: <laughs> No, now that I know that uh, that the FBI was involved in and Okay, um, too easy, too easy. A, <laughs> too <laughs> easy, quote. too
0: easy. You're right. It turns out to be a, a government psyop a whole
1: lot. Listen,
0: hey, humor me. <laughs> okay. Let's pretend that we did this Six months ago. Uh So we didn't really know it. We always kind of guessed it. We had our suspicions. And, you know, let's just say it was friendly government being just a friendly government. But that this is really all about, um, you know, a private company doing, being super woke and super (laughs) censorious. Uh, And so what was your take on that? And what is your take on that?
1: Well, it's a little bit of a trick question still because I knew about the Twitter Partnership Act since uh, there was a lawsuit that was published in a random newspaper uh, in North Carolina, I think. And it was detailing Dr. Shiva, how he was suing big tech because he found out about this, that they were doing this Twitter partnership um, platform portal thing where they were issuing censorship orders and Twitter had agreed to comply to avoid... over overregulation essentially they and so right. i had read this article in a newspaper probably 20 2017 or 2018 so so uh, yeah i think it was 2018 when i read it so I, so i've always had the idea since i joined twitter that something was was up that was pretty nefarious um but when it comes to um the public square this is what it is now it's it's where we're talking um i i would believe in an internet bill of rights um moving forward something like that um because the you know it it, there are ways for corporations to suppress your rights too and now we know it was really malicious and deviant what they were doing but um yeah i've kind of always known all the whole time since i joined that something was going on
0: isn't it necessary for libertarian in the 22nd and the 21st century to acknowledge that institutions other than governments can deprive people of civil liberties
1: Yes, that's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, you
0: have companies that are far bigger and more powerful and wealthier than most of the countries in the world. Yeah. And to a large extent, the, the obsession with nation states or even political subdivisions of nation states as the only conceivable check or, you know, the de- 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 agent capable of depriving us of liberties is preposterous. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a. It it always felt like something was wrong. Um, for a like, a a platform to have that much investive interest in controlling speech, like it were like MySpace never did that. You know, MySpace <laughs> just lets you kind of hang out and do your thing and put a music video on your page and. Well, you know, let me tell you something, young lady. You anything.
0: There was a time when Twitter didn't do it either and when i think of the fun (laughs) really the fun we used to have and you know i can't get some of the most interesting people i know um on the show because i'm so political and i'm I'm the wrong kind of political okay if it was the Mm -hmm. other kind of political that would be fine but everything's everything's political now
1: yeah it really is
0: so much fun i'm trying to remember some of these hashtag games we played. I'm just talking about five or six years ago, even. Like, name a movie that's a food or so, like or <laughs> like these crazy. Ha- and I was, and of course, I don't know if you picked up on this following me. I'm one of the funniest people in the world, if not the funniest person in the world.
1: Oh, I absolutely picked up on yeah. that.
0: Ron. Yeah, of course. So, and I and when when I would get into the groove of one of these things, I can't remember a single one of those actual hashtags now. or just thinking recently, like, you know. That would really be fun right I can't I can't remember them but yes everything's political now and yes th- we're we're learning all this stuff both through the Twitter files and through other information that's coming out of my friend Kristen Ruby is obsessed with everyone noticing that she got a whole bunch of stuff out with all the terms that were being used by the AI this what she described as really crude AI technology but it was really obsessive i mean it, it, it had become this in this just the entire reason for the existence of twitter was to prevent certain ideas from being discussed that's cr-
1: so crazy that's crazy and it happened in america which makes it even more crazy
0: did you grow uh. up, did you grow up in an environment where you were encouraged to speak your mind or are you reacting to an environment where you were not encouraged to speak your mind
1: yeah, I mean, I, I was raised Catholic, <laughs> so so when it comes to you know guilt, keeping things to yourself, and you know, so I I was raised to be just a good Catholic girl and a good Catholic woman, and um, you know, just uh, so so when it came to my religion, I was pretty um, I was pretty conservative when it came to that. Um, and then school, you know, you can only talk about so much at school and it wasn't, like, to wasn't anything school? political no i went to a public no. school public school mm-hmm. western massachusetts yeah. western massachusetts yep
0: right so so that's that's actually um that's red country
1: mm-hmm. even still um, to some
0: extent maybe not nearly it as depends much as, uh-huh.
1: um yeah there's the berkshires then there's franklin hampshire and hampton county um the Berkshires can be a little bit more red. Uh, you got to be kind of a hillbilly to live in there. But when it comes to the central counties where where I where I lived, um, it's it's much more blue. Lots of lots of hippie farmers, lots of hippie farmers and communes and that sort of stuff.
0: But still, growing up in the ancient uh, you know nineties and uh, aughts, um, mm-hmm. you were you know even before you were born, of course. Um, so something happened that enabled you to burst free
1: was it twitter i i became myself on twitter for sure it took me a little while to kind of hone my like exactly who i was exactly what my ideas were because when you come on as the redheaded libertarian people automatically assume you're this um you're a master of libertarianism and you know like you you've read every every mises or, or every every mises book and you've you, you know, an expert in economics and like, you're just this well-rounded, whatever. And I'm right, you're just a because, redheaded I'm like, Rothbard. I, I, yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm just coming here. Cause I have some ideas. I like the constitution. So I'm able to, to teach people about the bill of rights and some, you know, American history. And I'm just like, I'm just coming here to have fun and talk to people and, you know, people be like, okay, but how do you feel about, uh, bonds? Like, like, how do you feel about like, just these obscure libertarian parts? And so it's like, I kind of have Fed. to learn about the Fed. everything. The Fed. Yes fed you know so so i had to i had to kind of learn about everything kind of learn a position on everything because i'm coming in i'm like all right i'm coming in as this person and you know i'm gonna be asked i have to be well rounded
0: for whatever reason it is for whatever it even is could be the green eyes could be the red hair could Mm -hmm. be the smile could be the libertarian hot takes but the point is your curve was so steep you didn't really have a chance like you had to you had to be ready
1: yeah. Fast. Honestly, getting suspended was the best thing that could have possibly happened to me because I was growing rapidly at the time, but I'm still trying to figure out who I was, you know, cause I'm growing so fast. Really? Um, and so I hit, yeah, I hit almost 90,000 when I, I was about 90,000 when I got banned. And when I came back, I had 75,000 because, you know, they take away some of your followers. So I went, I got back in, um, the end of April with 75,000 and I'm at 320,000 now. So, uh, what's that nine months?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, you're master of the universe now, you know, because, I mean, having a hundred more than me makes you a superior person. How did you end up with Tim? He just, he was looking for a replacement, obviously. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, Tim, Tim and I are friends. So we go back to like 2018, 2019. Like we actually oh, became oh, friends. All oh, the way back yeah. to 2018. <laughs> yeah. Right. Way back. Well, I mean, that's a that's a lifetime ago with the pandemic and everything. Thinking about True. before. No, you really, that, you, you know, really could away.
0: It really was before this, like before and after, right?
1: Yeah, it really feels that way. So, you know, we were friends and we would hang out and, you know, we would just chill out and have fun and stuff. And so I I lost my page. You know, we obviously stayed friends and stuff through that time. I lost my page. I came back and I think the first thing I tweeted was today is going to be wild. And so it was, you know, I'm back. And that was the first thing I tweeted. And he he was he knew it was like his confirmation bias had been fulfilled because I got back the day after Elon announced that he wanted to buy Twitter. There was a a slurry of us that all got put back and i was one of them so so that's where tim was like this is political i can prove it now and you know he did his he did his uh his in real life on me that night you know talking about what happened because i lost my page i came back you know with this very political move with a lot of people came back um so yeah and then he, he asked if i wanted to come work for him and i said yeah absolutely well you so flew over to his articles. place that night no I mean, no no he talked about me that night
0: he talked about you because i because the, the one time i did tim Mm-hmm. I know that he requires in studio mm-hmm. what a pain <laughs> but I get it you know he has you know I get it so your Twitter has become you know, before before you get banned mm-hmm. you appear in this place before this you're a massage techno neurotherapist mm-hmm. good Catholic girl thinking thoughts though starting to maybe think some, seeing things go to Twitter Woo! oh man okay you have you have to start learning things you have to start you know hitting the books you're responsible for really america's education you're going to save some souls do you believe in souls
1: i have a redhead
0: <laughs> what the hell kind of answer is that what a, that's supposed to be one our... of those disarming answers that i'm supposed to not not follow up on it. <laughs>
1: We have one freckle for every soul we take. <laughs> that's joke oh, that Redhead. <laughs> well, that's yeah. right.
0: You're redheaded. You actually um, are, you work for Satan.
1: I have many, many souls. <laughs> Redheads right. were always, we are the first witches, the first vampires, like, you know, so, so it's, it's oh, yeah. a, so
0: actually know. Chuck Johnson once said, once told me that it says, gin, says we gingers humanity never trusts us.
1: Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, in the case of Chuck Johnson,
0: back. it would be an entirely appropriate. Let's face it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but then you, then you're then you're banned.
1: Yeah, then I'm banned, and you're and off so for
0: you're off a for year. A and a, a half. Year?
1: Yeah, just, just about a year and a half. Um, and I start a new page called Queen Josie, and then Queen Josie starts taking off. So, so, uh, oh, so you
0: So you weren't. So you didn't have the band band problem.
1: Nope. No, I wasn't banned. band. Yeah, so there's Queen so, Josie.
0: So. Okay, so that explains why I remember you coming back, and then I remember thinking it's funny because just when we, we were just talking, I was saying I don't want to admit this, but I didn't really feel that Josie wasn't around anymore. The answer was because you started a new page and you found me, and I found you quickly, and I and I might have even thought that you just said what you changed the name or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, that wasn't our question, though. The question was. Oh, but you've just answered the question. You've and you've ruined you've ruined my great question, which was what did you do with yourself?
1: Yeah, I because when I started ab- that, I started Queen Josie. Queen Josie started taking off. But while I'm doing that, I'm learning more. I'm reading more. I'm finding exactly what I want to do and what direction I want to take my take take my Twitter in. And I had given up on the redheaded libertarian. I've just like I put her aside. I was like, I'm that never getting her back. You know, you know. I just there's no use, you know, dwelling on this. So I'm just gonna do. Queen Josie. Instead, I'm just going to completely rebrand myself, and I loved it, and I had so much fun over there, and it was it was great. I have a lot of my closest Twitter friends are all over there, you know, so it's like this wonderful backup site that I have. Um, and so I was able to really get there, really master everything I wanted to master without any of the pressure. And, and even oh, as Queen Josie's growing, okay. still growing slower. Yeah. So um,
0: in other words, it was kind of like here's a great. Do you like baseball, do you honey? Do you like baseball? It's like the guy. I I watch it
1: casually.
0: Okay. Here's the, here's, here's the analogy. The phenom Mm -hmm. comes up in the first season, young guy, everyone loves him. And all of a sudden next season can't hit, can't, they sent him down to AAA. Like Mm -hmm. it was good. You had a, you had a great first season. You got incredible potential, but everyone learned, let's say it's a pitcher. Everyone learned your curveball. So now you have to learn a more sophisticated game. We're going to send you down to Double A. Okay, you're going to go to Newark. Or you're going to go to, uh, you know, Western Massachusetts or something, and pl- you'll play there for a while. If you pull it off, you get a second life. So you got a chance to on a little bit slower track. Do what you needed to do. Get yourself educated, and then reappear. With all the excitement. I
1: took off. I took off when I got back. It just it happens well, so fast it,
0: well that's the thing so you announced you were back and i said okay yeah so was, okay. I, I didn't really as you said i hadn't really been because mm-hmm. josie was always kind of around and then and then like i look a couple of months later like when did when did she become one of those what did she even do you know i mean because and of course there are a lot of people on the internet who are gigantic i mean nope they don't really do anything mm-hmm. and as someone who you know i have to do things or, real, you know, in order to earn a living. So it galls me, of course. But so you see, that's the story. You see, I kind of rebranded the podcast towards the people. And it, because so many of these conversations I found were sounding the same. Because we all we're all in favor of free speech. Great. The people who are not in favor of free speech won't come on my show. So it's so well, what is interesting is the so you, so you are really this interesting persona this interesting person and you had and you've kind of gone through these different levels of twitter stardom and now you moved into the youtube space vicariously, through, through well you see you had a you but you had a youtube thing mm-hmm do you still yeah, as casually
1: i i'd, I'd make videos much, every right. now and then no but not the really view was a
0: little like... bit you were doing some more you were doing more youtube two, two or three years ago right
1: yeah yeah i was trying to figure out where where i fit in on twitter so i i couldn't figure out where i fit in on life and i figured out i was a libertarian and i figured out that i belonged on twitter but i was trying to figure out what i was doing here like what was my purpose so i i tested the waters i wrote and i did youtube videos and i did education spaces and i focused on different different parts of liberty and just to see where i really fit and this
0: but is where you're I ultimately you're, <laughs> you're so you're motivated by ideas
1: mm-hmm.
0: and in particular ideas in the political and social space these things mm-hmm. these things mean a lot to you obviously yeah Have you learned anything from the people that you interact with and, you know you said you came to Twitter to talk to people Has that process in addition to your own you know boning up on things have people moved you on any issues by you know by having conversations with you or by introducing you to ideas or
1: yeah, oh, I'm sure. You have to yeah, say that, yes. That's, that's not a fair question. because you say yeah. no,
0: then I'm, I'm talking yeah. to a caveman. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm same person.
1: Uh, no, people, people did, people did change me, um, and help me understand what I was doing, especially when I first joined and I was kind of navigating the waters, like you know, here I. I I went there expecting to be a listener and I became a speaker, if that makes sense. I, I went to Twitter to, well, so to that's listen actually more what, than to talk.
0: That is just what I'm, that's why I said, that's what yeah. made me ask you that, you that you're obviously motivated by ideas because once it animates you, that's really the, the right word. It makes you have things to say, uh, but obviously you, you're able to listen as well as, because there are people who have things to say and they they do remain in stasis for, you know, forever. They, especially if they find a formula that works for them. Of course, like hanging out with Tim. I mean, there's a guy, because you've been hanging out with Tim for a while. You said he's, you're friendly with him. He doesn't see, he, he has kind of unconventional takes on a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some of them are really stupid. Some of them are great. All
1: stupid takes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for
0: sure. Do you ever delete your stupid takes?
1: Uh, I used to delete every few weeks when there was um, something going on at Twitter and I didn't know what got me suspended. Um, so when I had Queen Josie, I would delete, like, I think after three months, everything older than three months would get deleted. Um, but no, I, I I tend to leave my stuff up. I I, I don't really delete. I don't really have. I, I'm very careful about what correct. I post. Yeah, I'm very careful about what I post. Um and you know what's amazing? I get amazing. more hate than I get stupid. So people are more hateful of me than they are calling me stupid. So
0: what do they? You know, why, what do they hate? What is it? What um, are compositions is it that you take that that makes the hate come out?
1: Um, they mostly just hate what I look like. That <laughs> that comes out a lot. Um, yeah, women and men equally um don't like what I look like at all. Um, they're they're they think I'm either a bot or I'm photoshopped. <laughs> um you know which is a huge compliment i'm so glad you know i'm, I'm so incredible that you think i can't possibly exist and everything but i do you know so so thanks for that but yeah it's um any time i would post a, a just a nice picture or something like with my my cat or you know whatever people like lose it they lose their minds uh, okay, but well, it's almost become like a joke at this point
0: so that's the hate that's, that's the, the hate, hate.
1: Dad, yeah, they can't, no, no, they can't hate my ideas. My ideas are awesome, but they, they <laughs> have to hate, they have to hate something, you know, something. Don't you love that so, move
0: when someone replies to you and they think, like, this is supposed to be a sick burn, to reply to something you said with a picture of your avatar?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens. Yeah, people say, oh, yeah, from this person, you know. Oh Yeah, ginger. right, that's the idea, right?
0: The idea is, how could uh-huh. someone who looks like this possibly be worth listening to? What, what kind of mm-hmm. argument is that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my favorite thing, because people lay the insults, they'll they'll lay them out. They'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, you're just, you know, you, you people don't like you because you're pretty, and you know, like you, you're you're stupid and you're a bitch and blah blah." And I'm like, "Okay." So I'll quote to him. I'm like, "Okay, but how how am I wrong?" And I've been keeping a count on this now. I've been keeping a count, um, and I started it on Queen Josie, and I moved it over to the redhead libertarian. My count no one has ever told me how i'm wrong when they insult me never when
0: they, they insult it, you in it, other words people disagree with you when they insult other me. people disagree with you but when it's right so i'm same thing overwhelmingly i mean i'm a nazi i'm a fascist mm, yeah. i'm a capo you know what a capo is right a capo, uh, capo is, I that was it, it, uh, the the jewish overseers who worked for the germans mm. enforcing the terrible things in the concentration camps
1: yeah they have to come at you personally
0: right Th- those people will never what will never actually engage with you on an actual you know on an actual issue
1: mm-hmm. yes
0: so did you ever get any any aggravation from libertarians because you call yourself the ex-libertarian like
1: after i lost my page i was Harassed every single day by a faction of libertarians for nine straight months, every single day. Because they were now, when you like say me.
0: faction, do you mean a particular group as a opposed group to or a, went the, mm-hmm. a group a, of libertarians? When in the but not as a group of
1: libertarians, when in the libertarian sphere,
0: how many of them were, were Ken White?
1: Um, <laughs> none, <laughs> no. He, um, no yeah so there were a group there was there were girls mostly girls um so they, no, they look they, I mean, like you, you were, know you fell from you i fell from this you know high point and you know so kick her well or she down was, mostly and they're just enjoying um, they're like,
0: enjoying your, your pain
1: enjoying my my pain yep
0: because they'll never they'll never look like you no matter how um, much you fail and no matter how they, much they, they, they succeed, succeed. <laughs> No, i don't know i mean this is this is the curse of the of the um, you know uh, the, the better than average plus looking, uh, you know it, it, it's, it, but for women it's really it's it's vicious, and they will mm-hmm. find it's you know and yet I'd read yet,
1: somewhere yeah. um, women who are confident and because I never understood this even growing up girl, how why girls were so mean to other girls, um, just like viciously um, unsolicited mean i never understood it and so i i'd read someone had written it might have been an actress or something i can't remember now but she said that women who are confident and happy they don't speak that language and that made sense to me i'm like well that's why i never understood it because i didn't speak it you know i i didn't speak this language of these mean girls
0: exactly they actually they had like
1: exactly. they had spaces set up that were titled ways to harass me like it was it was like a measured bullying um, every day and it, it never bothered me you know because i didn't it, twitter is not real <laughs> you know so i didn't take it personally i didn't you know these girls were nasty and i saw the worst the worst type of people that i've ever seen be the be the worst type of people that i've ever seen um well, and losing my the page distance and my anonymity
0: give mm-hmm. people license or, the, or or make people believe they have license mm-hmm. to express a level of nastiness that would be incomprehensible in a human you know in hu- i mean it's one thing to sit in the high school cafeteria and say she's so uh, look at look she's so ugly because she's really so beautiful you know mm-hmm. and to say terrible things with your other catty girlfriends but to say it to thousands or millions of people
1: yeah
0: never before in human history have people had the, the ability to you know to, to be so destructive
1: and then they get that dopamine hit from it too, right after that, you know, and it becomes addictive, you know, so
0: you're a high value account. Do you ever come to you? Do you ever kind of come to a, kind of a reckoning and say, of course, now you're really making a living from social media. So on the one hand, I mean, you can't really escape from it. You don't want to go back to the, you know, to the diner serving grits, right? <laughs> you know, this is working yeah. for you, but does it ever bother you that it's so much a part of your life? Like this, this unreal phenomenon is mm-hmm. so much a part of your life.
1: Yeah, it can be hard sometimes, you know, cause I want to make sure I balance home and work my home life and my work life and uh, get my kids you enough you think
0: attention. you that?
1: Yes, I definitely have. My kids are well, If you, are if you say so yourself. Huh? They're brilliant. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> my kids are brilliant. They're wonderful. They're kind. Um, they, they can tell me anything you know, they, yeah. So, so they're, uh, they're good kids. They're really good kids. You know, that so is I a, hope that, that is I pretty much how you measure
0: that. this. This is how you measure if you're doing things right. And despite all the wrong things I've done, I have great kids. And of course it's mostly Mrs. Coleman who, who's responsible for that, but really, it, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't entirely for nothing that I was their dad That I have been and remain their dad, I might point out.
1: Yeah, especially even moving. We moved states, you know, picked up everything, left everything. They came to this new state, and they are more well-adjusted here than they were in Massachusetts.
0: They're probably just more comfortable with the the attitudes of people, because you're not in Massachusetts anymore.
1: It's much calmer here. There's still a pandemic up in Massachusetts. There isn't a pandemic at all in Florida.
0: There um, is one, so there kids. is one? There is
1: no... There is... There is a pandemic in Florida. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't even know. At this point, I'm, we're we're nested so deeply <laughs> in the quotation marks. I don't. I don't know where, where the irony begins and ends here.
1: I don't. I I don't know anybody who's gotten sick since I got here. My kids don't know anybody who's gotten sick since in Thank from God. their schools. No one. No one so got sick, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. It must have to do with the freedom or the vitamin D. I don't know. Um, or other things well
0: uh, your kids are are, are, i've seen some of your kids in some of your pictures they're not as red as you
1: no 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 um i have two blondes and a brunette with strawberry highlights okay
0: so but so in general you people you you and your people you gotta kind of be careful with the sun Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah my my two blondes have to be very very careful they're very fair-skinned um but my my brunette she can do pretty much anything she gets a nice tan i'm very jealous her ability to tan
0: tan is tan is a very special thing
1: yeah i would look ridiculous with a tan though so it's, yeah, it's, I guess it's all good i looks like i, I, <laughs> look I spent to too much time in the smoking lounge I,
0: I guess i get that.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: since we never really do see people with red hair who are tanned hmm. yeah you'd look like donald trump wouldn't you
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: right right we That's don't want I, to go there I, I painted on f- color face color Cause that's the only yep. way that that, that that can happen hey donald trump you're a libertarian you have an opinion on <laughs> donald trump
1: do i have an opinion on donald yeah trump? yeah uh, i i i didn't i never hated the guy uh like some people you know lost their minds over him i they just never did i thought he was he seemed like he was trying doing the best that he could without really any help from congress um I, I don't know. I never, I never really hated him. Um, I didn't, I didn't vote for him. I wrote in Ron Paul like I do every year because I'm a normal libertarian, but yeah, I just, I never had a problem with him. I, I thought he, he was trying. I don't like to see people be bullied and that was what was happening to him. And so that made me almost like be a fan of him because I saw what the deep state was doing. And, and I didn't like that. Cause I knew they were bad. And you know, if they're that bad, then, then he's not worse than them. And that was just something I logically concluded. So I knew that the bad people were picking on the guy that wasn't so bad. And so that was a problem. Um, But yeah.
0: We're having this discussion at what may very well be the least libertarian time in the history of these United States.
1: I like your reference to the
0: United States. Is there any ground for optimism whatsoever?
1: The Bill of Rights, the Tenth Amendment—that is my optimism. Because, the Tenth Amendment, yes, not because the I believe states. <laughs> what Fourth Amendment? <laughs> the, I believe that the way forward is through strong states' rights. So while people are like, "Oh, DeSantis needs to run for president," I'm like, "No, he needs to stay in Florida as long as possible." And I don't care if they overturn their constitution and made him a king at this point, because we need to strengthen our states because. The federal government is only going to get more tyrannical and no one you put in there is going to fix that. Um, So we have our fail safe, which is the 10th Amendment, which means our rights, states rights. So South Dakota, um, Florida, um, you know, Tennessee's kind of getting there. I'm going to help out our
0: viewers at home uh, who do not know the Constitution as well as you and I do. Mm
1: -hmm. Let's say
0: it together. The powers
1: powers not not delegated
0: delegated to to the United States. by the Constitution By the
1: Constitution. Nor, nor prohibited, prohibited by it. By it to the to states. The states are, reserved are reserved to the states, the states respectfully. Respectively, or, or to, to the, the
0: people.
1: people. Mm, wow. That, the that people. is the greatest. Who knows the greatest fail safe in the world. Who yeah. know? No, no, they don't teach you that. They don't teach you that so, in, so you in think public that school. You the, gotta, you gotta learn that.
0: We can, we can make you think that the states that want to do it, and their states it's that the don't states want, want to, do to be it. free.
1: They can be free. That's that's my that's that's the best way forward. I think that's have that's you ever enunciated
0: forward, or seen this program? Have you ever enunciated this program or seen it enunciated somewhere that I could go and read about how, as a practical matter, this works? Because I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. you don't think you've had an effect on me <laughs> i've been following you since you came onto twitter and the second you, you were banned i didn't realize it mm-hmm. but i want to learn and seriously have you ever have you ever seen like a good essay on this or have you ever have you ever done a, a, a thing on it
1: i should probably do a thing on it because it's my theory um sh- i'm sure other oh. people might might yeah I, i'm the one who should we collaborate that. on it people I, mean, sure so, so I can people get that... in on it yeah, absolutely. I've never. I mean, if you just, want a lawyer, you know, know studying involved. the Constitution, <laughs> studying the Constitution and stuff. This, I'm just like, this is the failsafe. This is the way out of federal tyranny. This is what our founders in, well, well, in well, the look, federal you're government. On so strong. You're on Twitter.
0: You're on Twitter, so we understand that you are an expert on the Constitution. That, that that's a gift,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Josie. Yes. Time has surely flown.
1: Wow, it really for has. for me it has. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you so much. I hope this has been in some way. A different experience from the one you have, as I said, practically every night. I <laughs> this has you, been so fun. You, has it hasn't been good. I, I, I try to yes. give my my guests a good time, and mm-hmm. um, I you know I, I hope that they continue to hate you for all the wrong reasons. Me too. Uh, meaning that you it means will, I'm over will the continue target. Continue to be over the target, and also to continue to. To, to make them angry with the fact that, that you'll never be. And this is something I have to tell Mrs. Coleman all the time. I, one time on Twitter, someone responded to a tweet of mine of one of her articles by talking about, uh, making a reference to her, how much Botox she uses.
1: you <laughs> don't use no Botox. I get that too. That's a compliment. And That's people Mrs. don't even Coleman,
0: know Botox man. That's, work. She got the genes. Yeah. You're because you're, mean... you're figuring, Ron, come on. It happens. <sighs> the brains, the brains. Also yeah. funny. Chicks love the funny.
1: Yeah. And, and liberty Man, keeps you young. Laugh. Wasn't
0: that Marilyn Monroe?
1: Exactly. exactly. Libertarianism is the fountain of youth.
0: There you go. Maybe, perhaps, we should all drink more deeply of it. I agree. Thanks, Josie. Good night. Seen the funny papers. Thank you. Hey, thank you for listening to the Coleman Nation podcast.